I told you that Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith were being brought back to solidify the goaltending, you'd say I'm nuts. If I told you that Alex Andelkovich was being brought in to offer competition to both of them, you'd say I was nuts. But wait, good morning to you, good. Wednesday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Jari and DeSmith are back for now, in DeSmith's case. Nadelkovic was brought in to create competition, also a little bit of leadership and a good, intense example on and off the ice. Magnus Helberg, a guy who most recently was backing up in Detroit, was brought in as well. There are four, count them, one, two, three, four NHL goaltenders with one-way contracts who will be at that training camp when it opens up September 21 in Cranberry. That is wild. That is not something I can recall any executive having attempted in a half century and change of this franchise's existence. Even the many general managers who were goaltenders themselves didn't prioritize the position to that extreme. And by the way, most of this franchise's history has had goaltenders in the GM's role. Kyle Dubas has said repeatedly, and including his time in Toronto, that he sees through his prism, which involves not just a hockey background, but also advanced analytics, that goaltending and the selection of goaltending involves luck. This is a common thought process that began, I feel, in in covering more than one sport in town in baseball with the Moneyball Billy Bean mindset in which his Oakland A's were enormously successful in the regular season and they'd flop in the postseason and almost everyone, especially the analytics types, would ascribe that to just luck because it's such a small sample size, the playoffs. And that kind of thinking began to spread to other components in sports. Goaltending is one of them. Goaltending, in a way, has always been one of them. Otherwise, you would have forever seen goaltenders being more commonly selected in the first round of the NHL draft. Whereas when Marc-Andre Fleury was the first to go number one overall, well, okay, never mind, because I covered that draft. I was on the floor, and everyone thought Craig Patrick had lost his mind. How can you do that with a goaltender? You can't. You don't know what you're getting. It's too risky. It's too unpredictable. Those dudes are weird. You hear all that stuff. And again, to some extent, you believe all that stuff. There's merit to some of it. So what's the solution? Well, here again, I go back to analytics and baseball. And the goal in such settings being that you throw so much quantity against the figurative wall that you end up somehow, miraculously, with some quality. 
that's what Dubas is doing here. That's all Dubas is doing here. Sure, he and much more so because of their extensive background together, Mike Sullivan, believe in Jari. They believe in his talent. And I'm here to support that specific component of this because I do too. I happen to believe that Jari is a top five talent level goaltender in this league. But talent level and not a whole lot else. So how do you mitigate that? Here they come again. Here are numbers. Here's quantity. Here are different types of personalities. Here's Mr. Fire and Brimstone, the the goaltender with the Serbian background. And, you know, anytime you've got a Serbian background, take it from somebody who's 100% one of those. You're bringing a little bit of extra energy to the equation. You've got Helberg, the the cool veteran who's been around, who's going to earn his paycheck, who's going to keep finding jobs year after year. And oh, by the way, I definitely shouldn't omit two young goaltenders that the team really likes. In particular, Yoel Blomqvist, who's seen by some as the future of the Penguins at that position, and Taylor Gauthier. They're both kids. They're both expected to compete for slots in this system this season. And in Blomquist's case, yes, that means being in North America. So that's six now. Six goaltenders. I feel like I I need to be the, the count from Sesame Street. Six. Ah, ah, ah. One, two, three. Anyway, (laughs) they have a lot of goaltending. And I'm not even naming Garrett Sparks is, I think, the guy who might be pegged for wheeling. And and you're going to have goaltending throughout the system, up and down. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially in the cases where you're paying someone to just be in Wilkes-Barre or just be in wheeling because they don't fall under the salary cap. And you can pay them anything you want at those levels. So how is this going to work itself out? I have no idea. All I know is that you're going to have in that coming training camp goaltending galore, again, at least in terms of quantity, and you let them sort it out. You let them find a way to fight through what the best answers are with only a handful of preseason games, with only a handful of camp scrimmages, and not that much time to align everybody behind Jari. Or, depending on how everything goes, it could be completely wide open. It could continue throughout the winter. Wild, huh? When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shots brought to you by Family Table. Mom-inspired, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. No prep, no mess, just reheat. That gives you more time for your family or hobbies. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. Use the code DK40, that's DK40, for 40% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon Thursday for Monday delivery. Family Table, bringing families back to the dinner table. 
cue comes from Stevie, and it was one of many that responded to yesterday's Mount Rushmore episode that specifically, if you missed it, put Sidney Crosby on the all-time Pittsburgh sports Mount Rushmore ahead of Roberto Clemente, and I kind of knew what I was getting into when I did. It doesn't mean that I was going for a reaction. It means that I actually believe that, but understood that a lot of people wouldn't. I also heard from hockey people who only wanted to talk about more hockey on that mountain. And on that note, Stevie says, if Yarmir Yager could have stayed longer, could he justifiably have added the number 68 to your list, giving you three penguins on that mountain? How many others, how many other players in NHL history had his combination of size, power, and longevity mixed with those silky mitts and those nasty wrist shots. Look, nobody has to sell anybody, Stevie, on Yager's merits. There can still be, it wouldn't be a winning argument, but it would be an argument that Yager's place in Pittsburgh hockey history alone rivals that of Sid. It won't end that way, but it could be made now. Again, I wouldn't consider it a winning argument, but there can be an argument. If Yager had stayed in Pittsburgh, and by that I mean really stayed in Pittsburgh, as in stayed in the NHL and never went to play for avant-garde Omsk in Russia's Continental Hockey League and had goals that didn't even count toward his NHL total, if he had been here the entire time, heck, He'd probably still be playing, first of all. Don't, don't, don't think for a second otherwise. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. Because he'd be in the top two or three all-time scorers in league history. And if that were the case, yeah, Mount Rushmore gets awfully tough. I still can't take Hannes Wagner off of there because, again, for the first time, Half century, or actually longer, the first century, really, of sports in our city. Wagner is the dominant athlete. You can't just throw that out because no one who's alive ever saw him play. Doesn't matter. You want them saying that about Mario 100 years from now? No. But this is where it gets really unpleasant. Because then now you're talking about throwing Mean Joe Green off there and not having a stealer, which is no. Okay. So let's just, for the purposes, for the very, very, very specific purposes of this completely meaningless debate, be thankful that Yager spent more than half of his career somewhere other than Pittsburgh, because that would just be, wow. It would be almost downplaying or even dismissing the relative histories of both football and baseball in Western Pennsylvania, and I just, that's it's wow. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't. No more Mount Rushmore. No more Mount Rushmore. All right, it, it's that time of year. I know it's tough to come up with hockey subjects, but uh, a little bit of a reprieve on Mount Rushmore stuff here for a while. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow.